0: Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Hello and welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani of Omnis Investments and here to give you a brief summary of markets last week. And it wasn't a great week for markets, but as always, we'll start in the US. Markets fell aggressively, with the S&P 500 dropping over 4.5% during the week. As I mentioned last week, this week just gone started with all eyes, or all ears I should say, on the chair of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell. On Tuesday, Jerome Powell said that the central bank was not done yet with interest rates, and that it could continue to raise rates aggressively if there were signs that inflation was becoming stickier. Powell did continue to talk about the job market, and during the week there was mixed data on what, would, what was happening in the labour market. On Friday, the official payrolls report showed an increase of 311,000 non-farm jobs in February, considerable above expectations, showing a strong labour market, which would likely mean further rate hikes. On the flip side, unemployment rose unexpectedly and average hourly earnings rose less than expected, showing a more mixed pictures. The other big news coming out of the US last week was surrounding the health of SVB Financial or Silicon Valley Bank, as customers pulled deposits after the bank was forced to sell securities at losses to meet capital requirements. Trading in the stock was halted on Friday morning Other regional and larger banks fell more moderately in response, suggesting that the troubles are likely to be localised to SVB for now. Within the Omnis funds, only one of our funds has direct exposure to SVB, and that exposure equates to 0.1% of the fund. For most investors, the fund will constitute a small proportion of their overall portfolio, meaning that any exposure in clients' portfolios is negligible. Let's move to Japan next, where stock markets registered modest gains for the week, with the Nikkei 225 index rising 0.8%. Japan's central bank did not raise interest rates this week as it continues to provide support for the economy despite inflationary pressures. The impact of this is that the yen weakened against the US dollar. In other news, Japan's economy expanded less than expected over the last three months of 2022. This was largely due to private consumption falling short of estimates as rising inflation curbed spending. Moving to China next, where stocks dropped, with the CSI 300 falling just shy of 4%. Signs of weakening demand and the lower-than-expected 2023 economic growth target I mentioned last week weighed on investor sentiment. As a reminder, Beijing set an economic growth target of around 5% this year at the National People Congress. And whilst this represents a recovery from 2022, it is the lowest target in three decades. Inflation in China appears to have moderated in February, a sign that inflation in China remains muted unlike in the US and Europe. But it has raised some questions about consumers not spending as much as expected. In other economic news, Chinese exports and imports extended declines in the first two months of the year as the global economic slowdown hit trade activity. Let's look at Europe next. Shares in Europe fell along with global markets amid worries about the potential effects of prolonged periods of elevated interest rates and signs that there could be some stress in the banking system. The Stoxx 50 dropped 1.5% during the week. All eyes will be on the European Central Bank this week as they meet to decide on interest rates. It is widely expected that interest rates will rise by 0.5 percentage points. In other news, the eurozone economy looks weaker than previously estimated and showed no growth during the last three months of 2022. Consumer demand also weakened in January this year. And looking a little bit closer at the Eurozone's largest economy, Germany, its industrial production seems to have rebounded in January, but retail sales continue to fall. And as always, finally, we wrap up with the UK, where the FTSE 100 dropped 2.5% during the week. The biggest economic data point of the week showed that the UK economy rebounded by more than expected in January, driven by growth in the services sector. The economy grew 0.3% after declining a half a percent in December. This has raised optimism that any recession in the UK may be shorter and or shallower than originally expected. Later this week, Chancellor Jeremy Hunt will unveil his spring budget and has vowed to use it to set Britain on the hard road to becoming one of Europe's richest countries, but warned that big tax cuts will have to wait. His budget is set to tackle the cost of living crisis and persuade companies to invest more. Clearly, this week was dominated, as expected, by any signs from the US of higher interest rates. Towards the end of the week, news of SVB added to further worries, with developments on the situation well into the weekend. As always, we'll stay close to the situation and share more in next week's podcast. But in the meantime, please continue to speak to your financial advisor if you have any further questions or visit our website on www.omnisinvestments.com, where we will publish any necessary updates. That's it from me today. Thank you for tuning in as always. And I will, of course, be back next Monday for more. Till then. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.